I had them all, all the six people that I had sitting around on armchairs and odd chairs that I couldn't <laughs> have anything, any teaching system. You know, there was no tables. I didn't have any. So they had to have makeshift drawing boards with their paper on it. And I managed to get it. They'd already bought the pencils. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so they said, because they'll buy the pencils, I'll, I'll teach you. It was that situation. <laughs> You're listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Steve. We are surviving in this very warm weather. Everyone will be pleased to know. It's (laughs) height of summer now. Yes, I'm not complaining though, Steve. Must be Great. must be very busy down your way by the beach. Lots Gosh, of it is, yes. Well, visitors. It's, it's hotting up. It's going to be even busier next week because we've got the schools finishing. And, in fact, I think they're finishing at the end of this week. Uh, and, of course, that means everybody's coming on holiday with their children. Flocking to be. the beach. Mm-hmm. And it gets very, very busy here. Get, uh, uh, get all your ice creams in. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find... Over the years that your artwork, did you, did you, I know especially now because you're filming, but did you ever stop in the summer period doing your art? Do you ever take a break? No, no, I I never have done. No. I think the thing is, when I started, Steve, it was a hobby and I really, really enjoyed it. And then it came to be a profession and I carried on enjoying it. And it kind of, over the years, I've never really relented. I don't want to. If I get a couple of days now without actually doing any artwork at all, I kind of get withdrawal symptoms. Isn't it weird? Mm. I want to get back to it. I've, I've got itchy hands, you know, itchy fingers. Oh, and uh, no, and, and that's always been the same. So all of the time. I mean, sometimes it's been, you know, when I was teaching, slightly different. Sometimes I didn't, I wasn't doing a particular picture, but I still did artwork, if you see what I mean. I had classes every week. Mm. And um, so I was always doing somebody else's picture or helping people out. So I was always doing artwork one way or another. Mm. And then during the summer holidays, if I, I you know, didn't go away on holiday, I never took artwork away on holiday with me ever. Uh, I always considered that was a holiday. Uh, but otherwise, no idea. I used to uh, – I, I just always – it's something creativity is addiction, really, especially in a situation like this where you have a, a particular uh, medium that really lends itself to what you like to do and what you want and produces the results that mm. uh, we do. So when you've got something like that, and it started off, as you know, with watercolour, and I was as passionate about that as I am now about the pastel pencils. Yeah. It's just interesting to hear because, you know, some people I know, some people have to take a break, you know, because of the, the mm. weather and, and mm. whatnot. You know, they have, to, they have to stop. I just wondered if you ever f- sort of not forced into that situation, but it sort of, it, if it lightened up, you know, if you thought, oh, it's the summertime, I'm going to not do as much, you know. I know you have to now, but, but I'm thinking back then, you know, when you had the gallery and stuff. But, well, another thing that puzzled me a little bit, uh, from the word go, and, and it still does today, is people used to say to me, you know, I have to feel in the mood for it. I have to feel, uh, you know, in the right frame of mind to do it. 
Mm. And I can't understand that. It doesn't, it's never applied to me. I just do it. You know what I mean? Mm. It, it, it just same with when I was teaching and I, people used to say to me, you know, oh, I don't feel like it today. I don't feel like doing artwork today. And I said, well, okay, um, just, you know, do what you can and I'll help you out as much as I can. This is when they were doing in, in the classes. And I couldn't quite grab where they were from. Just that, me, I suppose. Is that because you're always in the mood to do art? Yes. yes I think it is, yes. <laughs> I think it's exactly what it is. I love, I love doing what I do. Yeah. Uh, so I never, I never get tired of it. I mean, I do have breaks during the day, especially nowadays. Um, I tend to do the most I would work on a picture would be an hour without taking a break. Then I have to break. Um, but that might only be for, you know, an hour or so. Depends if sometimes if we're going out for the day, then that's different. But generally speaking, if I'm here, I, I'll perhaps watch a television program or go for a little walk around or something. But I, I still look forward to coming back and carrying on yeah. and doing more. Mm. So it, it's weird, isn't it? Mm. I'm very pleased, though, it's like that. It would be terrible, wouldn't it, for me to say to you one day, Steve, I want to take two or three months off. You know, I, I don't really want to carry on. So <laughs> I don't think our members everybody. would be, Yeah, I don't think our members would really appreciate that. I don't think they would, no. <laughs> it's a good job. Yeah, like you say, it's a good job. You know, I was, um, I was reading an article the other day that said uh, about meditation and uh, creativity and expressing ourselves. And mm. I've also been reading a book that's a similar thing about how when we express ourselves, our mind switches off and mm. how meditation was described as uh, taking a shower for your brain. So it's oh, like, right. Which yeah, I think was a really a nice uh, analogy, you know, because it is, it's, you know, it's true, you know, meditation or that kind of thing, it is like taking a shower for your brain. It's like letting your mm. brain relax, you know, it's like mm. all that kind of stuff. And that is well, what, what art is. Absolutely. Well, all creativity is like that, isn't it? Whatever you're doing, it, because what you're doing is you're focusing on something uh, from out of the norm. You know, everybody has their life, and very often now, particularly, it's quite a busy life, doing all the things we need to do, looking after family and, and doing the chores and so on we have to do to earn a living. Um, but artwork and other creative pursuits allow your brain or your mind to focus somewhere else for a little while. And that, in a way, uh, is a meditation. It, it's a meditative. It kind of like, I know, like, you know, with meditation, you know, you're supposed to sit quietly uh, and, you know, look inwards and relax to, um, you know, a certain point. Uh, but... I think you can still do the same thing when you're doing artwork. And I know this for a fact because people have said to me in the past, when I, certainly when I had the classes, um, they started their artwork at you know, 8 o'clock in the evening and finished at 2 o'clock in the morning for completely lost in what they were doing. Yeah. Now, what is, what is that if it's not meditation? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think the reason why it is so satisfying is because you're giving your brain a chance, you're... you're your um your sort of oh what was the word i'm trying looking for is it's like 
you switch off your brain, but you don't. But you mm. you, redu- you reduce all the noise and the mm. outs- external chatter that goes yeah, on in a, your brain. Chatter, yes, yes. That was a good word. I came across that the other day too. Chatter. Yeah. That's exactly what you do, do don't you? You switch it you off. Have it. You switch it off. Yes. Yes, very, very important. Well, I, I'm a great lover of meditation. and I've uh, been practicing it most of my life, one way or another. And I think that it is something that uh, I really, really enjoy because it does allow you to quieten yourself. And it's very important to do that. Mm. And I think in those quiet moments too that, you know, you get tremendous benefit, not just health-wise, but um, psychological help too. It helps a great deal. And I'm sure that that I, – I don't have a problem with that, probably because I'm a creative person anyway. So it, it kind of it feels natural for me to switch off. And I love, I love the feeling you get when you do that. And I'm sure people uh, with a lot of problems that they have, um, if they were to go down that route, not necessarily artwork, but some other pursuit of a similar kind of thing – they would also um, have the same thing. I mean, reading to a certain extent is like that, isn't it? When you get a good book, yeah, and you get you absorbed lose yourself in that. Yeah. It's again, it's switching off. It's switching off the chatter. Yeah, you say. and I think just a little while nowadays. Like I've, um, you know, being younger of the, of the slightly younger generation and growing up with technology and things like that, uh, and especially getting to the stage now with phones and texting and you know all these smartphones and your your phones could be if you wanted it to buzzing every you know 30 seconds with Mm -hmm. notifications from facebook or twitter or this and that and it got so distracting and so um annoying for me that i couldn't focus on anything because my phone was buzzing buzzing you know vibrating in the side or making its noise and stuff and um I think nowadays it's even more important for us uh, and the younger generation to find their ex- themselves, but through the expression of art, uh, music, mm. and all the artistic forms that are out there, um, mm. to distract themselves from the you know the rubbish that comes through and just, just completely mm. um, creates all this noise in our brains. You know, like I've turned off all the notifications on my phone only the absolute emergency thing will will make a noise on my phone so I know that it's something important. Mm. Otherwise, everything's gone. Mm. Um, and I think that's just so important nowadays because with more technology and more um, the communication levels have gone up with internet and everything like that and emails and, and Facebook, is that it's even more important now for us to try and reduce and be aware uh, that our brains are being filled and constantly distracted with... Um, external stuff that is not necessarily healthy. Yes, I, and I think too it's um, important to realise that all of that or, or a lot of the external things that are going on, certainly if you were watching the news, if you were an avid news watcher and um, all of the the reality things that you see on the television, all of that, if you cram your mind full of that, there's not a lot of room for other things. So my way of thinking is a lot of that chatter could be reduced quite dramatically. And once that done, that leaves a little bit more room for other things. And the creative side uh, or the creative pursuits should fill that void really well. In doing that, you also need to have the time 
to be able to do that. And you're absolutely right. Turning your phone off for a couple of hours even or your whatever, all your, all your annoying little intrusions off for a couple of hours, who's going to really notice that? Mm. People can ring you back. They can leave a message. They can leave emails. There isn't really any reason why people should do that. And I'm sure that uh, people would feel the benefit if they did that rather than keep their phones 24-7 mm. and, and so on. So I totally agree. I think you're doing absolutely the right thing. Mm. So we mentioned you mentioned it earlier, and I want to uh, sort of use this week as a bit of a you know in, a sort of an insight into your past a little bit. Um, mm. You mentioned the classes, and I wanted to just talk. We've talked about the fact that you used to teach, but I just want to talk about what that experience was like for you and what you learned from it, and also starting off with uh, what point in your career you started teaching and why you decided to teach. Mm. Well. I, if you read the art story, and I know you have and others will have done, they would realize that at one point in time, I said to my friends and people around me, no way I can teach. I've got no qualifications to teach, for goodness sake. And they did pursue me for quite a long time to say, you should be able to teach people. No, I can't do that. And then I was almost forced into it by the fact that somebody said to me when I was presenting them with the pencils in my shop or in my gallery to sell, well, we'll buy them if you show, them, show us how to use them. <laughs> blackmail if you thought, well, that's, teaching that's, That was blackmail, but it was the best bit of blackmail I ever had. But, and I said, you know, okay. I reluctantly agreed, and it was a reluctance, and I agreed to do a six-week course well, um, it did frighten me a little bit. I thought, how, how dare you, Colin, you know, take somebody's money because they were paying me for doing this when you've got absolutely no qualifications to teach people to do art. So I came to the conclusion, well, all I can do is do my best. Now, that is one of the things that I've, I hold, still hold very dear to me, do your best. You know, and I know that that is one of the biggest things that people can do. If they can, all they can do is ever is do their best. And I took, and I took my own advice. I did my best, and my best actually worked out quite well because at the end of the six week, all the people that were there saying, "You're not going to stop, are you?" How did you? Uh, well, uh, I said I de- didn't intend to go on. Oh, please! And they pleaded with me to do it. So once again, I reluctantly thought, well, you know, I've got through six weeks. Perhaps I can get through another six weeks. Let's dial it back a bit. What, um, who did you, uh, who came, like how many people came? How did you advertise it when you first, when they said, you know, and you, uh, can you teach us how to use them? And you went, okay, then what did you do next? Did you say, I'll put a notice on the door? Did you say, okay, I'll do it if I get 10 people, I'll do it? no. No, the people were there at the time. There were there was uh, six people. That's all there were. They were there at the, buying the pencils at that buying time. Buying the pencils and in because I had an open day because I was selling the pencils. It was I had all the pencils. I paid a lot of money. You know, and these are the Carbofello. These are the Carbofello. That's right. Yeah. I had I had them all lined up, and I, I think I did put a notice in the window. Actually, Steve. You did mention advertising. I think I did advertise it. But previous to that, 
people used to come in, regular people used to come in and say, you know, I've got an open day on so-and-so and so-and-so. I think it was an open evening. It wasn't an open day. It was one evening. And, and, I, and I was telling people about this. So for um, a couple of months before it happened, I prepared people. So I did have quite a few people come in that time. And it was very easy to find six people. I mean, there was, there was two lots of two anyway. Uh, you know that came along hmm. uh, so there wasn't a problem in um in finding it and then after that when i decided to carry on i i found that people just found me right you know through through word of mouth uh it took a few months to build it up to the 14 people which i you know eventually i couldn't hold anymore that's all i had spaces for uh, tables for you know i, I mm. couldn't squeeze anybody else in what did you so, do in the six weeks that you did so what how did you approach it what did you how did you <laughs> well, approach teaching these six people the first time i tell you what it's funny and it's very funny because you won't believe this but today i was at a friend of mine who was wanted to do artwork anyway and he was one of the people that were with me and i meant i, I saw him today and i was in his house uh, as you say, it was a friend of mine. And I walked up the stairs, and the actual picture that we drew was on his wall. No way. Yeah, he had it framed. He was so pleased with it, he had it framed. Now, bear in mind, this was a six weeks course, and over that six weeks, he drew this picture. And I had another friend of mine who was with me, uh, was viewing this picture that, you know, my other friend had done. And he said, God, he did very well, didn't he? I said, yes, he did. He did do well. So that's testament to what happened in those first six weeks, if you Amazing. think about it. Yes. And what, so tell us what now, you did I'm on this. I'm going to tell you how I did it because it was unbelievable. I had them all, all the six people that I had sitting around on armchairs and odd chairs that I didn't have anything, any <laughs> teaching system. You know, there was no tables. I didn't have any. So they had to have makeshift drawing boards with their paper on it. And I managed to get it. They'd already bought the pencils <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so they said, because they'll buy the pencils, I'll, I'll teach you. It was that situation. Or they said, if you teach us, we'll buy the pencils. You know, anyway, know. whatever happens, they had the pencils. So I then worked out and I had three different, um, one was a pot, one was a, uh, a candle one of those bulbous candles that had been half used. So it was a bit skew-if, as you can imagine. Oh, God, what was the other thing? I think it was a, a, there was two pots. There was one big pot and one little pot. I should have, should have taken more note of what I looked at today. And I put it in uh, a kind of a framework, you know, like a bit of backing to it. And I put it in the middle of a table. And all the six people were around it, looking at them. And I said... Now, they couldn't all do the same view, could they? Because no. they were all looking at a different angle. So they were, I said, okay, let's, let's get started. And they, I said, do your best. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked around for a couple of hours. I, I laugh, laugh now because it, was, it seemed so funny. Um, I, I said, oh, no, you've got that wrong. And I, used to, I redrew this and I went to all six people. And none of the, well, actually, you know, say none of them. A couple of them were artists or had done art, but the others hadn't. So you can imagine the situation. So I was flying around like a blue-ass fly trying to, you know, get people's drawings right to start with. Oh, no. Anyway. 
Over so the six weeks, and I had to make sure that the same people saying the same places for six consecutive <laughs> and weeks. had the same view every time. <laughs> I, I kept that. I kept that um, that same setup. I kept it. You know, it was like in, I had it in a, a corner of a box. I think it was. I, anyway, whatever it was, I I I I, 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 I kept that. So you had uh, to put out the things in the exact same every week. No, no I didn't. I didn't move them. It. I left them on on the on the on the, oh, the base that I'd used. I left them on that base. I didn't move. I was frightened to. I thought, I'm really in trouble if I do. <laughs> One week you just moved it all around, oh, just completely God, throw been, them off. Oh, that would have been absolute nightmare. So what was it? It was a half, like half melted candle and a couple yes. of pots. Yeah, a, a, a fat pot and a thin pot. <laughs> uh, not when I say a pot, it was a vase, really, not a pot. Can find a, a more interesting a fat subject. Fat pot and a you? thin vase. Yeah. And uh, the picture, I tell you what I'll do, Steve, I'll grab it back off my friend because I can, I can pop around and get it for him. And, and I'll, um, although it's in a frame, I think I'll be able to photocopy it. Good well, enough. Ask, um, to ask, show you. ask mum to take a picture on her phone. I will do the that. Phone, the phone camera would be good enough, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to remind people because it might take a couple of weeks for me to get this uh, picture done. <laughs> um, and then we can... We can put it on the blog and remind people that that uh, was the picture that we actually Brilliant. did, or my friend did. Brilliant. Now, uh, he, he made a very good job of it. The, uh, some of the others didn't make quite such a good job of them because they had them in different positions. <laughs> sometimes the candle was at the front, sometimes the big pot was at the front. Anyway, that's how it worked out, and, but it was... So when, it was, when did you it was want... very hairy from my point of view, I tell you. I bet I, you were I, nervous. <laughs> I was. I was. And, and how much experience did you have working no, with the pencils at this point, though? Oh, 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 quite a bit. Oh, no, I'd been working from a couple of years. You're quite confident in your ability with the pencils. I was, but I wasn't confident in their ability. Yeah, yeah. You can imagine. Anyway, and there was no square drawing. They had to draw it from life. It was a life. A life drawing life drawing oh. yeah you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't put a grid up in front of it it was there, that's what they drew so so which made it even more remarkable if you think about well, it well it's a lot harder <laughs> <laughs> not a half <laughs> so what happened after how did you upgrade it from then did you, did you think okay after six weeks they all said oh we want to carry on and whatnot. Oh, from then after you, that, you ditched the armchairs Yes, I bought. I bought myself some tables. I bought myself some tables and some chairs. There was a gap. It wasn't six weeks straight off. I there was. I think it was about. As far as I can remember, it might have been two months later. I said I. I took everybody's address, name and address, uh, and I let them know when it was starting again. And uh, I. I it must have been two months because I, in that time, I, I got hold of the chairs, I got hold of the tables, and I set the uh, the gallery up as it ended up that way, you know, with 14 people. Well, no, there wasn't 14 people then. No. There was only the six people that were there uh, came back. But it gradually grew. Uh, you know, a few people dropped in. I think it was about a year before I got full, full class members. And how did I, you... I'm pleased about that because it took, it would have taken me that much time to, you know, get the hang of it all. I was going to say, how did you take? How did you approach it from that first initial experience to the next one? Did you say this week? You know, did you put lay out another set no. of ornaments, or did you? Oh no, I'd I'd learned my lesson then. 
That's how did you uh, how did I you teach I, people well, then? Well, I'd always done square drawing, you see. I'd always drawn out and although I didn't have the square drawings as such, I was um I I do you know I I'm trying to remember how I did that. I think we used to square off. I think that's what it was because I I'd, I'd been doing it for a while, square drawing. Although I didn't have the square drawing system as we know it today. I think what do you know? I think what we did, we made squares. I'm sure we did. So I'm people brought in their own now. people brought in their own pictures, and then you would say, "Yes, square yes. them off, square them off." Yes, that's right. That's and then they would uh, do that, and then they would get started. But I mean, mm. that if you've got to go around everyone telling them what colours to use and all this kind of stuff, it must have been a pretty crazy couple oh. of hours for you. It must have been to start off with, because mm. mm. everyone's everyone's sort of. At the initial point, no one knows how to use these pencils, really, do they? Uh, well, the six people came back, so they'd already had some experience. Okay. Uh, and they had their pencils. Uh, and the proviso was they never used my pencils. If somebody joined the class, they had to buy their own. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wouldn't go, I'm not that silly. I mean, in workshops, I used to supply pencils, but in a class situation, I wouldn't. So they had to buy the pencils. Mm. But I had, to, I had full stocks then. Uh, and... With only those six people that came back to me, and they all joined again, um, after that, it was a, the odd person joining. So at the start, with those six people, it wouldn't have been that difficult to do what I did then. And I, always, I did it for a couple of hours, I think, but then I, within a very short period, and I can't remember uh, how much time elapsed, I put it up to three hours. I found two hours wasn't enough. Mm. And everybody agreed that three hours would be great, which was quite exceptional because most class art classes were two hours long. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. I think people will, you know, up and down the country or around the world will, listening to this will say, oh, yeah, our class was only two hours long. And in, and in your height, like in the heyday of your art classes, um, how much were you teaching each week? How many hours a week? Oh, only one day. Uh, only one day. One e- it was one evening to start with. In your hey, in your heyday, though, in the biggest oh, time. Oh, sorry. In the oh, biggest gosh. period. Because you were. Well, I, had I remember six you classes. Were... Six classes. It was that was that was the height. Because I remember uh, you were teaching. When well, I remember you were teaching Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, weren't you? That's right. Three days. Yeah, Monday, but, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's right. But, and 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 there was afternoon and evening classes, on on those. I never six, had a morning class, so we had six a classes a week. Class. Yep, it wow. was uh, two to five, and uh, I think it was seven to ten. It was seven to ten. Yeah, seven to ten. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So it must have been that's a lot of people you were teaching in in those. Yes. Yeah. Did, did people come to more than one class a week, or was it all uh, new people in every class? No, no. I think I. I don't. I can't remember anybody duplicating. I think three hours and it was enough for most people. Yeah, fascinating. That's a, the people will be thinking, oh, that's a lot of people, you know, 14 times, 14 people or 10 to 14 people. Times six. Times six, yeah. Mm, mm. Pretty impressive. It was, uh, but it was very popular. That, as you said, that was in its heyday. I feel that it was too many, especially as I started doing demonstrations and traveling around the country, uh, I had to curtail that. And I ended up, uh, I think it was about four classes a week. I dropped two. And then 
You dropped Wednesday first, didn't you, I think? I did, that's right. And you had Monday, Tuesday. The main reason for dropping Wednesday was a lot of my shows started on a Thursday and I had to prepare on a Wednesday. You Mm. know, I had to get everything ready and very often I used to travel all around the country, you know, up to Birmingham. I did Birmingham for many years and I used to set set off on a Wednesday. So I had to drop the Wednesday class. It all It's all a question of progress, Steve, isn't it? You know, you start off with one thing. At the time I was doing the very first lessons, I wasn't doing any traveling around. It hadn't got to that that extent. It wasn't until a little bit after that that I started the, the demonstrations. Yeah. Interesting. And as they came along, the classes had to... I never dropped them off. I'd, I'd stopped doing classes in 1965. 1965 no sorry sorry when you were 65 <laughs> when i was 65 yeah <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> what you meant bloody old wouldn't it <laughs> i know what you meant yeah you did him right till to the end of your uh, career of when you weren't online um you, you yes, took him right I, to I, the I, end of your uh yeah. active career i would call it perhaps yeah. your your absolutely yeah your... 18 years i was doing doing actual classes yeah uh, and i but i at 65 I thought that's enough classes now. I yeah. carried on for workshops for another couple of years. Yeah, uh, I was doing those and demonstrations for a couple of years after that. But the classes went. Yeah, and they it- were the ones really that I felt were beginning to get me down a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean when you're teaching and if you if you very draining. That's right. That's the word. Draining. It was beginning. I wasn't. Everything else I was enjoying, but that I wasn't enjoying so much. I enjoyed them while I was doing them. Uh, and you asked me what I got out of them. Well, I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't had those classes. The students teach you as much as you teach students. And I'm sure every teacher mm. would say the same thing. I They taught me an awful lot and allowed me to practice if you like or test out sometimes you know sometimes when I was doing something oh I just try this and uh, you know that's where I found a lot of my techniques and I've got to say that they when I used to go around and I used to see a particular effect one of the students had done or got I I used to ask them how did you get that how did you do that they said oh we did that oh Oh, you're not supposed to do that well I did I'll take that and it worked yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so now of course moving on to present day back in the present moment where you uh, enjoy teaching purely over the internet we're in a very unique position oh. uh, where the internet and what we're able to uh, deliver um, over the internet these lessons obviously are uh, incredible because we're hitting worldwide audiences and you're teaching more people now around the world than you've ever taught in those 18 years, which is quite oh, spectacular, Absolutely. spectacular statistics that we can, mm. we could bamboozle everyone with, but only one recently that I want to just say, and give you a congratulations on dad. We hit over 9,000 subscribers on YouTube. Wow. So little, little round of applause that for us here at else, Colin Bradley it? art. Cause that's a YouTube channel has been going for, uh, eight years in September. Gosh. So eight years, 9,000 subscribers. Thank you everyone that has subscribed over the years. And, um, the, and the views are quite high too, aren't they now? We're indeed, heading indeed. towards the two million. Exactly, exactly. So it's all wonderful. And 
If you're not already a member and you're not already learning how to use pastel pencils, then go to colinbradleyart.co.uk, discover our free courses and sign up for membership if you want to learn how to use them. And you can hear from Dad's stories the, the wealth of experience uh, that he's had over the years in teaching, but also in using the pastel pencil. So there we go. Okay, we'll um, we'll leave it there for this week. Next week we'll be talking about a new project, new pastel pencil project that is uh, coming to members of the website. So keep your ears peeled for next week's episode. And um, that's it. Good. Thanks, Dad. That's a pleasure. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Learn to draw and paint online at your own pace in your own home. For free courses and more information, visit colinbradleyart.co.uk. 